My name is Ariel Kestenbaum, and I am the founder of Fair Meals, a 501c3 status nonprofit that focuses on easy, healthy, and affordable meal solutions for families of all walks of life. On our website, fairmeals.org, you can find free of charge tons of tips, tricks, and recipes that encompass our three pillars of health, ease, and affordability. To help continue to make our programming the best it can be, please consider donating to this amazing initiative at fairmeals.org forward slash donate. All right, next up on our travels around the country, talking to the rising stars in the NFL, is Sally Clavel with the San Francisco 49ers. Welcome to the GM Journey with Thomas Dimitrov. I was very fortunate that John Lynch provided me the opportunity to talk with Sally. Sally is a really, really impressive person. She has, she's an athlete by trade. She was a basketball player at Sam Houston State, has a master's, really well-rounded person. On top of that, she has an incredible amount of confidence and she's very strongly opinionated, which by the way, we need as a scout in the NFL. She's become one of the, the few underrepresented female scouts, area scouts in the NFL really, really strong opinions about mandates and how they should be or shouldn't be taken care of, not only in the NFL, but in the world in general. Very impressed with Sally. Check it out. I think you'll love it. The league has made strides in diversity. Yeah. Um, diversity and inclusion is something that it's at the forefront. We know how important it is. From an organization standpoint, can you talk a little bit about it? And then I would love to, to move into bringing uh, Sally Clavel on the set here. Your your rising star from the underrepresented group within the NFL. I love it. I love where we're going with this. I think it's really good for, for the league. Um, talk to us a little bit about the 49ers and yeah. that approach. Well, it's, it's, you know, you talk about feeling blessed. And one of the things, you know, I think a couple of things drew me here, Kyle Shanahan, the opportunity to get back in the game, being invested in something where you get to experience, uh, you know, the thrill of victory, the agony of defeat, that kind of thing, that kind of feeling you only get from a scoreboard and competing at the highest level. Um, but then this also being the San Francisco 49ers, and yes, it's a championship organization. There's five Lombardis we get to walk through in our lobby each day, and you don't think that drives you. But also, you know, Bill Walsh, we talked about him. He also understood the importance for inclusion, for diversity. Our ownership, yeah. Denise DeBartolo, has always been very forward thinking on including women. And, um, you know, I just think, whatever perspective you're coming from hey you're in the bay area it's a very diverse community the way i look at it is there are so many talented people out there why cut off half the work half the half the uh, possibilities you know with women and i think it was just for years like people said well women don't do that and it took some brave people like the bill walsh to say why not like denise DeBartolo and people started doing it and so i remember um you know we started having a want to bring some of that in our organization and we were looking for it and you know the scouting assistant role is a great um, great place to start for that that's like the breeding grounds of of people who've gone on to be general managers and um, and all that in this league and so we were looking for someone and one of our road scouts John Stevens we a great way to do that in this league is who do you talk to the people are out there uh, boots on the ground and John Stevenson. Sally, I'm right there, right, John? Yeah, John Stevenson. We asked all our scouts, said, hey, there's this gal down at Tulane, 
and she was the director of on-campus recruiting. Her name's Sally Clavel. Sally played basketball. But all I know is when I go on a visit there, that's who I talk to because she's going to get me to the right coaches. She's going to give me the right scoop on all these players. She's going to say, here's the academic advisor. It's just, it's very impressive. And so we brought Sally in for an interview. And I remember vividly doing it and saying, yeah, this would be cool, but we want whoever does this. We're not given a token job. They've got to win the, the interview. And so we brought, I think, eight people in and Sally came out on top and it was unanimous. It was Martin Mayhew, myself, Adam Peters, and Sally's now been here, uh, started as a scouting assistant, worked her way up to pro, uh, in our pro department as an analyst. And uh, I guess I'm announcing a promotion on air. She, she's now nice. gonna move out on the road. She's gonna be our Southwest scout, uh, replacing John Stevenson, who's moved on to to another organization. And so we're so proud of Sally and, um, you know, I, but I, she's, you, as you see, as you'll see talking to her, she's bright. Um, she's, she's always got a huge smile on her face and all that. But what I love best about Sally is she makes it better. You know, she's very talented. She takes her job very seriously and, and we're, we're fortunate to have her. All right, we're back on set here. Sally Clavel, the rising star within the 49ers organization. For some reason, we say the underrepresented, and that's, uh, that's a major positive for, for our league that we are making strides, as John was talking about a little bit earlier. What is your personal stance on where the league is and how we are evolving and, and doing good things, uh, yet there's still considerable space? Yeah, so I think the league as a whole have done a really good job of making strides to become more diverse. Um, but there is still a lot more work that can be done and should be done. Um, not to be too specific, but there's a lot of people, insightful, knowledgeable, and experienced people that can help move that needle. Um, I just think that it'll take uh, people just willing to have those uncomfortable conversations and get in a room and just say, hey, we have to get rid of the stigma of just because this is how it's always been done, this is how we gotta continue to do it. Um, I think COVID has showed everyone that, hey, you can still be really successful doing things differently. Um, so I just think that people have to be willing um, to have those uncomfortable uh, conversations and just be okay with that. I love that answer. You know, I've thought a lot about that when we start you know, putting staffs together and we start thinking about where we're going with women in sport, women mm -hmm. in football, I, I just think it's beyond admirable. You look at organizations that are open. I look at you, your background is in basketball, right? Yes. I'm a big believer, just by the way, John, so you know, it all starts with athleticism and being yes. able to, to analyze movement. I'm a big believer in that. And basketball people have a great eye for movement. Yes, there's some other nuances to mm -hmm. football that you're gonna be learning. And mm -hmm. what an amazing thing that you're gonna be on the road as yes. a full-time scout. John just announced your promotion yeah. here <laughs> on set. I'm sure it's coming out. That's really exciting. Yes. But to that point, mm -hmm. you do believe that, right? You know athletes, you know movement, yes. you know you know the essence of being an athlete. Is that important for you as you move into this next role uh, on the road as a, as a full-time scout, which is, is a big, big-time move? Um, yes. Um, like you said, basketball helped me a whole lot, right? So I can tell, hey, this guy can move, this guy is stiff. I can say, hey, this guy is explosive and twitchy. This guy is not, he's more of a mauler. Um, so basketball helped me identify those different traits. 
um, just being a scouting assistant here my first year, learning the terminology and how those traits specifically fit into specific positions. And that that's what I learned. And that's what I'm continuing to learn to say, hey, yes, I can identify those traits right now. How do they fit in with the scheme? How do they fit in um, just with position specific things like that? So that is what I've been continuing to learn. But basketball definitely helped me. It's a, it's a great answer again. I mean, I, I sit there and I think about where we're going with this league and, and what needs to change. You had mentioned earlier in the first. In the, do you think when you step back, do you think it's more on the individual team or do you think it's more on the owners to make these major moves and the, the, the increased upticks in, in hires? Yeah, so I think it's twofold. I think the responsibility lies on both parties. Um, again, the 49ers organization, JL and Kyle, I think they've done their um, due diligence and they are responsible for, you know, hey, just being diverse, regardless of what they look like, just getting the best people. Um, and I think the NFL, the league office is also doing a good job. Um, but we also have to realize, like, the, the league office is the governing body that sets and dictates policy, right? I think that as the league stresses policy and policies, um, tends, teams tend to make those mandates a focus, right? And I think that we as teams should adhere to those guidelines and not just look to check boxes or look for loopholes, right? And that's human nature, right? So anytime a um, a law, a guideline, or some type of regulation is set, the first thing we think about is, oh, how can we get around that? Not how can we adhere to that? So I think that once we change that mindset of, okay, they said we have to do this, how can we find that loophole of still doing this, but then still doing what we really wanna do? I think that once we, as an entire organization and team in general, um, get out of that mindset, then things will fall into place naturally. But if we continue to try to control mandated things, then we'll continue to be in this situation. And there are always going to be problems. Thank you for your thoughts on that. All right. This is a question some people like to answer and some don't. What is your ultimate goal in the National Football League? To be a general manager. <laughs> Hands down. <laughs> that, that was easy. So that was that easy smile. One. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, that was that was the easy one. No, I love that. I mean, (laughs) I think that's I think it's great. There are a lot of people, of course, who tiptoe around it, and I I know there are other other answers some people throw out. But in the end, I love that. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know what your goal is, and and I mean, she's a shooter. I got you. In high school, I averaged like 38 points, but I had a game of 50. But high school, I always tell people high school was super easy. High school was super easy. Well, you're right. Shooter side, right? Go for it. I think I think I'm a big believer in uh, uh, go go big or go home, and I think I think that's that's the way to approach it in life. We talked a little bit about it on, you know, you were listening on the business deals, making Mm -hmm. acquisitions, and making big time moves, Mm -hmm. and sometimes you know legit tough moves that some people won't do. I think that's really Uh, again admirable that you're focused on that and I would say in the very end you know there's going to be there's going to be obstacles and there's going to be the points and the down points and everything and by having resiliency again and you're obviously a very positive upbeat person and you you believe in it I'm a big believer in positive passion persevering people 
you embody that. I love it. All Thank the best you. to you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. You have been listening to The GM Journey with Thomas Dimitrov. Continue to follow Thomas as he interviews GMs from your favorite NFL teams. The GM Journey has been produced by Alan Kastenbaum, Thomas Dimitrov, and Octagon Entertainment. Don't forget to download and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. The GM Journey is distributed by the 8Side Network.